Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Explicably Inexplicables. I'm Arnoff, and as always, alongside me is my co-host, Nikhil. Today, we're plunging into the contentious realm of climate change and the politics that follow it. Yep, today we're venturing into the heart of the storm to explore how politics and environmental policies collide in the ever-controversial landscape of climate change. Okay, so before we dive in, I think it's important to address the polarized state of affairs, right, which is climate change. Um... It's a battleground of competing narratives where scientific mm-hmm. consensus rubs against skepticism. Most people don't know that actually politics has a lot to do, like climate change has a lot to do with politics. And they're actually very intertwined because in order to combat climate change and in order to actually like fight it, we need policies and we need lawmakers to stand up and do what's right. And that's where the politics comes in. Right. right? And it's not just about like the melting ice caps. It's about like dissecting the data and uncovering the motives. Exactly. And I think that's kind of where the politics actually like comes into play. Facts. Um, I think it's more to look at some some examples of this. Um, I think one prominent example is the infamous Paris Agreement, where many promises were made. But in fact, how often do these nations truly walk the talk when it comes to slashing emissions and actually making a significant impact on climate change? I guess you want to go more into depth about what actually is the Paris Agreement so our viewers, I guess, have more Yeah, so I think, I mean, first of all, in general, like, I think my personal opinion on this topic is that, like, I feel like a lot of times, you know, politicians end up just making a promise, but, you know, they just don't end up falling through with it. And, you know, like, you know, sometimes you kind of just have to understand the fact that they have, like, maybe hundreds of other agreements that they're signing or definitely several other meetings with politicians or other things that are top priorities on their plate and so a lot of times or sometimes they might not get to it depending on the country um and so with the case of the paris agreement for those of you who don't know it that was an that was an international treaty that was adopted in 2015 under the united nations framework convention on climate change now the primary goal of the paris agreement was to actually just address the global issue of climate change by aiming to limit global warming to well below i believe it was like two degrees right Arnold? yeah i think it was two i think yeah yeah, yeah. celsius um, of course because we're talking science here um <laughs> above pre-industrial levels um which is which is you know pretty good um it was a great yeah, promise that, that's, to be that's made. actually a really good goal and yeah. a very aspiring goal but thing is what actually like when they sign stuff and when they sign these agreements how often um how often can they actually make a significant impact and i think this is a this is considered a critical threshold to avoid the most severe impacts of climate change some of the key points of the Paris Agreement include like mitigation, um, adaptation, finance, like which developed countries are committing to provide financial yeah. support for climate change and stuff like that, right? Like technology, technological transfer, transparency and accountability, exactly. Global stock take and uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, those stuff are like some that. But ones. but thing is, the Paris Agreement it marked a significant milestone in international efforts to combat climate change, but. As it brought together nearly all countries of the world in a unified effort to address the global challenges, it builds on previous climate agreements and represents a collaborative approach to finding solutions while recognizing the diverse circumstances of different nations. So, although, like, saying all of this, saying, oh, look at all the impact it can make, oh my god, look how good it is, it might seem like a noble endeavor that these countries are doing, but I feel like it's often a playground for diplomatic posturing and finger-pointing. And I think the question remains, like, do these agreements have the teeth to bite? Like, how how efficient and actually, like, 
how much of an impact are these agreements making that are helping towards climate change and where the po- where's the politics in like you know you just mind with yeah, it that's a good question i think like uh i think like a great analogy i think someone told me this was actually like a lot of these times these laws and um bills passed are almost like a superhero costume right they look good on the outside but you know on the inside the person that's wearing that costume isn't actually a superhero they're and so in this case, they're not actually someone that's making that big of a difference over time. Mm-hmm. And so I think like, you know, behind the scenes, right, countries a lot of times act like actors on a stage, right? They show off, right? You know, they show off and tell people they're doing a lot, right? And so they promise to do better with the environment, right? But when the lights go out, they might not stick to their promises. It's like saying you're like, you're going to eat your veggies, but like you just sneak in cookies when no one's eating or like yep. if you're trying to go on a diet and you sneak in like, you know, a Coke or like some, you know, cake on the side right then you're not really committing to it but sounds like politicians (laughs) yeah yeah i mean that's just kind of something that happens you know yeah i mean when things don't go as planned instead of taking responsibilities countries and major politicians and prominent leaders often start blaming each other Mm -hmm. i guess in order to make people understand it's like a game of it's not my fault it's theirs it's just finger pointing and taking the focus away from what's really important which in fact in this case is saving our planet like having effective climate change policies that are actually have a significant impact right um and i think the big question or surrounding all of this is can these agreements really make a change can they push countries to do what they promised yeah i mean i think it's like it's like having a tool that can be super powerful but it's only useful if people actually use it right Mm -hmm. there's no one that's like gonna watch them and govern them like you know and say hey you didn't do what i said right no one's gonna be there to micromanage them and so it's really it's truly up to the you know each country and their lawmakers to stick to their promises. And at the end of the day, right, especially if it's a democratic country, a lot of times that's within the people to elect the right person into office. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's an important note, actually. Most Republican leaders, that's not true, but it's just like kind of a conservative standpoint that climate change isn't as prominent or it isn't like, it isn't that big of an issue than it actually is, con- like as, re- as opposed to the liberal standpoint. Like we know our former president, Donald Trump, almost he downplayed the effects and the the like the consequences and the actual impact of climate change is having on our world and i think that's important to talk about because if our prominent leaders and the, like the, literally the face of our country is downplaying that then like what type of state are we in you know yeah and like i think even like outside of the united states like you know whatever party it might be right in whatever country it is every single person has their own different viewpoint their own different agenda and their own priority right and so, like, if you're someone that's concerned about climate change, like, you know, you should make it a priority if you have the option in your country to elect a leader to elect someone where their agenda is you know, focused on climate change. Yeah. I mean, here at Explicably Inexplicables, we're not going to come and tell you who to vote for, who not to vote for. We're just saying that use your proper judgment. Yeah. Climate yeah. change is a really important topic that we do need to address. And it's like, especially as like teenagers or whoever's watching in the future, it is something that will become a more prominent problem like as day as the days pass by so i think it's important to elect leaders and know who's representing the face of the country and what their standpoint on this issue is um talking about leaders i think it's important to dissect their role right in terms of political chess so how like can a single political figure truly reshape the climate narrative and what happens when the sector changes hands? So, like, what happens when that leader gets put, when, sorry, when that power gets pushed around, basically, and, you know, a new leader that comes in power where they have, might have a different viewpoint? So, like, how is that going to affect the country? How is that going to affect um, everything? 
Uh, well, I think like a lot of countries actually have like a system in, of checks and balances, right? So like even if you know, you know, let's say like there's a new president in the U.S. or whatever, um, that person may not have as much say in power as you really think, right? Because even if they pass a law, like a lot of times it has to go through Congress, or there's always options for that that law to be mm-hmm. um, taken out of play, right? Yeah, I think I think it's a really an important note that let's say, for example, President A, who's I guess historically a liberal. Um, passes a law where it's like where they have an environmental agenda they have all these laws in place policies in place things that they want to do and they can get done but then there's an election they don't get reelected, and we have a new like president b in this case come into power and he doesn't have the same viewpoints mm-hmm. on climate change those environmental agendas can get dumped faster than yesterday's news basically like i don't even remember what i had for like lunch like yesterday so yeah same <laughs> um basically that's a prominent problem like if we have a leader like a leadership change or like a new politician or someone with different viewpoints that can oppose the viewpoints of the current president or current leader or whatever and it's not in favor of the world isn't that a problem and i feel like that's something we need to address yeah no, that's definitely a uh, great point right and i think naturally right like politics has its struggles right from corporate agendas to resisting change to concealed interests I guess, like, you know, how does the political arena, like, I guess, manage to these battles, right, while pushing climate policies? Yeah, I mean, politics isn't just about well-intentioned debates, right? Industries with deep pockets often hijack agendas, which cause climate change to be a mere <laughs> lip service, basically. Like, it's just word yeah. about. Then it's not, there's no true impact. So, I guess, can true change emerge from these muddled waters? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think with that said, like, you know, we have to, like, look into the future with that, right? And so mm-hmm. I think, like, overall, um, you know, like, industry, bro, I wasn't paying attention. Bro, no. So with that said, right, we're not here to just tell you to be either for or against climate change, just to get that out of the <laughs> way. Whether you like climate change, you're advocating for it or you're not, just do your due diligence, you know, research politicians that are for it or against it, side with exactly. them, right? And just, you know, choose the right politician for you. Do your research and uh, don't be subject to propaganda. <laughs> um, and so, you know, with that said, we'd like to thank you for listening to this episode of Explicably Inexplicables. Make sure you guys subscribe, hit the like button, share with your friends, and tune in next week for our new episode. Until next time, keep your mind skeptical, skeptical and your convictions are wavering. Peace. Peace.